Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red. Red. Um, I think I should tell you that I already clicked record. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, I didn't even get to pour the wine. Um, all right, well, shoot. Cheers, ciao, greetings, and salutations. Bienvenido. Thank you for listening to Frozen Meat Juice and joining me, your goofy friend and speaker of inside thoughts, Maciel. This is episode three, and I'm in an awkward position right now, guys. My arm is uh, slightly held up. I have a cold pack wrapped tightly on me, so letting my arm rest straight down is not an option. Um, so that's my left arm situation. Alyssa, your right arm situation is a little jacked up too. So this is kind of rough, you know, like it's it's like that Neil song. What is it? I'm a force. I'm a movement by myself. <laughs> there we go. But I'm a force over together. There we go. The two of us, we can be a functioning human body. That's right. Or fabulous. an arm. Maybe one functioning <laughs> arm. That's awesome. Well, I still didn't get to decant the wine. Um, again, not speaking uh, brands here, but this is a Petite Syrah. Is that correct? Yes. Alrighty. Um, huge fan of it. Didn't really know what I was drinking when I drank it. Just knew it was awesome. And now there is this triple filtration aerator decanter situation that looks like the best science experiment ever in life. It's beautiful. Um, but it's yeah. Like, it's like Did Legos you? for, ki- for uh, adults. It really is. So I'm going to give this a pour um, if you all will bear with me. Um, but Alyssa, what ended up happening like with your, your arm situation? Did the physical therapist like tell you what it was? Um, combination of actually like pulling my tendons in the wrong direction along with uh, a ligament. And he said my bone actually was pulling to the left as well. Still not a hundred percent sure how I did that. Um, it's kind of funny too, because I just turned 28 and literally the day after that, my whole body went to shambles, like just everything to the left. So pretty gross. I tried to move my arm around, try to flex it, and it just flexed, but on the left. Oh. Okay. Just horrible. Um, but uh, physical therapist did a good job. He was able to adjust some things. Um, I'll need a couple more weeks of that, but I should be okay. Okay, cool. I am. Um, I'm hearing everything you're saying. I'm also just staring at this, so. Don't yeah. take my lack of eye contact as, like, me being rude. I just, I love watching this wine go through. You guys, I would love to give you the brand where I bought it from, but all of that just seems like we're not supposed to do that on podcasts, but it's, it's so cool. It is the coolest decanter ever. There were very, very less cool ones for a much higher price, and I'm so glad I went with this one. Yeah. I was a little scared. Maybe this is more reason, too, to get, like, that YouTube channel or just post a little more on Instagram to uh, be able to show people. Damn it. Damn it, Alyssa. Very well. I'm still Very well thought out. Still younger. So. Yes. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you are a gentlewoman and a scholar. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I messed up this little thing that's supposed to hold the top period apart, I think. Uh, oh, here, here, look, MacGyver. Apwes. You guys, I'm sorry about the banging around. <laughs> totally not going to edit that out because this is life. Oh, look at how this mic is picking up that pour, though. Hello. That's nice. Would you like a glass? Of course. Uh, v, 
There we go. I'll hold that there for you. Thank you. I wish you can see how she's pouring it. Ever Very so calm. carefully. Yeah. Ever so carefully. Trying to make the least banging sounds as possible. Um, it just looks like how I try to hold a baby. Just don't break it. That's all I keep thinking. Yes, this is a very full. And then you used all the care. <laughs> Which one would you like? I'll take this one. That one? Okay, great. So, um, Folks, just to uh, let you all know, she picked the glass with noticeably more wine. So that speaks to her. Why no? Kidding. I'm kidding. Gosh, we are not <laughs> terrible about this stuff. Like, we really don't drink that much. Um, it's just quarantine. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to play board games. You're going to drink. Copious amounts of wine. I feel like it's just balance. We mm-hmm. work out. Usually do, like, at-home workouts. Try to do some daily walks. Um, but then at the end of the day, once nighttime hits, I mean, you have some free time on your hands, and you can't go anywhere. So why yeah. not drink a little wine? And then your arm breaks, so it's not like you can do yourself, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It depends on which arm you break. That's true. That's true. Here's hoping Alyssa learns to be ambidextrous. I actually am. Fun fact. Oh. (laughs) Ambidextrous. Good for you. I'm over here just being like, I'm sorry. I'm your pervy friend. Um, I have a name for my inner pervert. Um, His name is Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and I'm going to leave that alone for another episode because I don't want to offend anybody. I really, really like the people associated with Henry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to leave it alone. And no shade on the name Henry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely no shame. Um, What's the name of that big mouth character that's the hormone monster? Um, please hold. That would probably be a good name. So that's people that created that show. Dude, his name is Hormone Monster. Oh, that's it? That's his name. Is it her? Oh. Um, what is she? Hormone Mistress? What? What's her name? Oh. Hormone Monstrous. What oh. did I just say? I don't even oh, know what's her. wrong with me. So. Oh, no. Her name is Connie. Okay. So then the Hormone Monster has to have a name. Marcel Rodriguez. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we last named it. That's fabulous. Okay. That's how you oh. officially make it. Okay, Maurice, the hormone monster. Oh, my God. Like, that's awesome. His name starts with an M. Mine starts with an M. We're doing too much. Sorry, guys. Let's uh, get back on topic, shall we? I think. I don't know. That was kind of a fun topic, considering that. Um, there we go. We're starting to plug in shows that we like and stuff. Yeah. I like it. Um, I dig it, though. Okay. We went on from your poor hand and arm situation to renaming my hormone monster. Um, gosh, you guys seriously triple aerated decanter. Like, I don't know. It's, ugh, we're going to talk about it one day. Can anyway. you try it? Huh? It's good, right? This is amazing. Yeah. We're learning so, so much more. I actually just got into wine about two, three years ago. And mm-hmm. I just feel like I've come so far because from drinking Moscatos and Rosés, to kind of just inching my way up to, like, the drier white wines and then eventually going to the red, softer red blends to, like, Cabernets to, like, decanting. Because I have always wanted one because I heard that you have to, like, air out wine. I don't have the patience for that, so I'd rather get a decanter. So in my whole brain, I just thought, that's why. But never knowing the science behind it, just mm-hmm. that it had to air out. So it was cool Googling it yesterday after finally getting one that, like, oh, what it actually does and separates the flavors and notes. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's dope. I guess, I guess I got to do a shout out too because you got me this awesome fancy decanter. Oh, snap. <laughs> so thank you very much. I'm glad you like it. But yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, decanting some wine, having a nice glass here, icing my tore up arm. Like this is good times, you know, not to mention the fact that like we're getting a little late start here on the recording. Uh, so I wanted to like get everything done and published on Sunday so I can keep up with the weekly situation. Um, but after today's errands, I really, really, my arm was just falling apart and finally just had to take a break, ice it, go through some motions and just really relax for a bit because it really felt like terrifyingly painful. Like, okay, I broke something today. I ripped a muscle and it's not going to grow back. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So decanting some wine, having a good time, running some errands today. I really like uh, running errands uh, with you particularly. We get into some adventures and we went to Costco and Costco in comparison to other stores is so clean and amazing that like when you go to other stores, you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to touch this. So I just, I want to ask Jewel Osco, like how often they have people wiping down the self-checkout registers. Cause it just, did you see the one that was gunky? Like, Those were pretty bad. What was on? Did they wipe their nose and touch the pad? It's just, it's all kinds of weird. But like um, at Costco, you literally see them cleaning everything all the time. Uh, so I appreciate that. So wait, um, um, I do agree with the whole Jules thing. That was pretty gross. Um, but wait, so you're saying that you are having a hard time touching the self-checkout machine at Jewel? It like, it hurts my heart to have to think that I have to touch that. It's kind of interesting though. Cause like, I remember just the other day we were at Target and you were touching all of the hula hoops that I'm pretty sure no one wipes down anyways. <gasps> you are <laughs> such a dick, but you're so right. Oh my God. Um, you guys, I was just, I'm desperate for entertainment. I swear to God, if I would have found the right hula hoop that day, that bitch would have gone with me. I'd have taken that motherfucker in the car. I swear. It's pretty funny. I realized too that I just can't leave you alone at a Target. Because that whole scenario was really funny, too. Because, like, I forgot what I was looking for. Oh, um, gym equipment at Target. That's when I went on a whole tour, like, five or six different Targets to try to find a dumbbell. Um, <coughs> and, um, anyways. Excuse yeah, excuse you. Sorry. You can help me. I'm just I turned off my mic, and I'm like, well, so her mic's picking me <laughs> up, and that was stupid. <laughs> We're not editing that, guys. Sorry. We're human beings. <laughs> so um, so I'm, like, walking through the aisles, and now I'm trying to find Masi again. And it was hilarious because I, like, hear a voice kind of talking. I think it's her, but it's kind of, like, whispering. And there she is, alone in an aisle, trying to hula hoop, getting mad. Like, I used to be so good at this. How come this is not working? This hula hoop's broken. And you were just saying <laughs> all of your inside thoughts. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember that. But it was one of those stupid light-up hula hoops. For one, it's a kid size, right? So it's already small. But then there's a battery pack on one end of it. Instead of, like, distributing it and putting them evenly across from each other, or, like, you know how professional hoopers at, like, you know, a good EDM concert, like, it's it's evenly distributed. This thing just had this battery freaking pack in it to weigh down so every time it went around and it got to the front it was like the weight was too much so I'm of the mind that my booty was assisting a lot with that because when it came to the front it wasn't the same <laughs> that shit hit different when your booty's not there um so that's all I have to say about that but yeah I don't I don't I don't know I'm not recommending that people show up in a pandemic touching all the toys I just 
I lost my shit that day. We were, what, like four solid weeks into quarantine? Yeah. By then, I was losing my mind, you guys. Mm. But there are so many things to be grateful for. Sorry, I slammed my wine glass down. Um, you know, having this time off allowed for this to happen. It, like, having a podcast has not just been a passing thought. It's literally been something that's been haunting me. Had no idea what the structure was going to be, what it should be about. My favorite podcasts are about murders and um, about, like, hip-hop and R&B news. So it's like, what am I going to talk about? And literally, I don't, I don't find any one topic that interesting, I don't think. So I think my, my topic of choice is talking shit. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's just a shit talk. But those are the best conversations. Like, who doesn't just want to sit down and have a glass of wine and, and just, you know, pass some time shit talking with their friends? And now we're social distancing. So where are we going to do that? Where they do that at? They don't. Sure. It's a Zoom meeting. So, hey, this is the Zoom meeting without the uh, video. And, you know, it's just some stranger just embarrassing themselves. So we're going to get into some shits and <laughs> probably not today. Today is going to be a little more on the emo end of things. But, um, yeah, I'm going to tell some embarrassing shit. Oh, I am. You guys, I can't. I can't ignore this because it was something that came up uh, last episode. But um, before, before I do that, I just want to, like, reflect real quick. Thank everyone for their support and their feedback. Um, I'm super giddy because people have reached out with not only their feedback, but their art. Um, so thank you for hitting up frozenmeatjuice at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to hit us up on Instagram as well. Uh, but yeah, it's really been a good week and I really want to share. Uh, but first, I think I should ask you about your week, Alyssa. How was that? Uh, it was pretty good. I um, Actually, it was awesome. So only time where my birthday, which is on Cinco de Mayo, landed on Taco Tuesday. Of course, the memes out there, everyone's seen. How ironic that it gets messed up by a virus named after a Mexican beer. <laughs> but somehow you still found a way to make it pretty awesome. So oh. that's when you got me the decanter. So I felt like an, an adult for like a half a second as I poured it. Until I poured it. Because then I realized how much of a child I was while I was pouring it. <laughs> um, and then you got me awesome Wonder Woman cake. Um, and fun fact about me, I am a huge nerd. And really really love comic books and wonder woman and so and carrot cake so made it my favorite so that was awesome oh i'm so glad you liked it i'm um gonna let out a bit of a cheat code my favorite cake is also carrot cake <laughs> well that made, made things easy <laughs> so it was like your birthday but then like mine too i'll just like blow those candles out girl i'm ready for peace um but no, that was really dope because you knew my favorite birth. You you knew my favorite cake, and you also knew like my favorite desserts. And so, like, really cool thing about my birthday. Um, my birthday can sometimes feel a little tragic because I'm out here in Chicago uh, by myself, right? Um, except for, of course, you, Alyssa, besties. Um, but it's it can be very tragic. It can be very lonely, fucking cold. Always. Damn you, Chicago. And then, um, you know, it's it also, like, brings me back full circle to thinking about my mom because, of course, I wouldn't be here without her. So, you know, rest in peace, Mom. Appreciate you. 
But uh, it was so wild because you made it like a three-day adventure, which accidentally became a third day because the, f- the you had two days planned and the first day before that was like just accidental. We got out of work. We're like, fuck this shit. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, So then we went to what? Grab sushi? Grab sushi and then accidentally there was like a bar next door and I was like, oh, this place has a really good drink I haven't had in a while. Yeah, yeah. And so. that was like a really long day at work. That must have been like a 10-hour day. Yeah, yeah. We were like... We were burning through a rough day, so uh, that was really cool. And then, um, so yeah, not to make this totally about me, but you took a carrot cake and remixed it and somehow got some, like, berries in there. They, like, put some hazelnut to kind of break up the sweetness a little bit and then topped it with lemon uh, icing, which is all an interesting combination. Um, But, like, that you knew all of that and listened. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. So, listen, I know this woman loves Wonder Woman. She literally just had on a Wonder Woman t-shirt yesterday. She has a Wonder Woman shaker bottle. Um, so, can't miss it. You know what I'm saying? That would have been, like, super messed up to just, you know, what if I would have got her, like, my little pony? <laughs> that would be funny. You do that just for the joke of it. Right? I should. I should just get you a prank cake next time. Barbie. Um that's really cool. Well, I'm glad you had, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed your birthday considering, you know, it was a pandemic uh, and it was really fun planning for it. And, you know, of course I wanted to do more, but all in all, we had a good time. I'm happy I got to spend your birthday with you. Um, but wait, can we call that a birthday? What, like, your birthday was like a supreme uh, deep dish pizza or like a combo supersized meal because, <laughs> yeah, like now I'm thinking about it, that was a whole thing. It was Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, and your birthday. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it was it was something. It was, you know, obviously for all of those things put together, you would think it would be a lot more exciting. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah. All in all, 10 out of 10 would recommend. So um, philosophical question of the day. If your birthday falls in quarantine, did you actually age a year? Ooh, I like it. Right? I, I like, see that. I would like to hold on to the idea that I didn't turn in the, I don't know, a year older. but um, Oh, we're just trying not <laughs> yeah. to say the number. <laughs> yeah, I was really shy. <laughs> um, I think I actually gave it up earlier, though. But I can't remember. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll listen to it on Spotify later. <laughs> Shout that one out. But um, the fact that my arm broke the next day, I feel like I can't deny it, and that's how I got my answer. There you go. There you go. I See, I was thinking, like, you know, like the tree in the forest or the chicken and the egg. Mm. Which right. one came first? There you go. Um, no theories on that, really? Uh, I don't know. See, here's the laws of physics, right? Energy cannot be created or destroyed. Just changes states. So an egg being energy and full of, like, what? Chemical reactions so that it can actually become the chicken. And then the chicken that's here. I'm done. I'm done. You guys, just, there isn't enough wine. There isn't enough. Okay. So episode three, when Maciel makes herself sound like a total dumbass. Tune in. Um, but yeah, okay, so feedback. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for vibing out. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I loved hearing from you all, uh, especially about the camera roll bit. I didn't realize I was going to hear so much about that. And um, um, a substantial amount of people that actually remembered that. So that was really cool. Found out what my demographic is. Hey. <laughs> but um, I, I remembered something that happened with a one-hour photo situation. I totally forgot to tell this story. Um Actually, I never meant to tell you. I forgot that it ever happened in my life. But uh, but let's let let me just say before before any of these little punk ass little smartphones came out, <laughs> nasty shots were taken on disposable cameras. People, they weren't taken in the home camera where you might forget the film, right? Right. They were taken on disposable cameras. So keep that in mind when I say that my friend worked in the one hour photo department at Kmart from time to time. So you know the difference between one-hour photo and the one that you pick up in a f- not in a few hours. I said that wrong last episode. It's actually in a few days. Yeah, usually. So the one that you save money on that's sent out for a few days goes somewhere to be developed, mm-hmm. right? The one-hour photo is developed right then and there. So my friend hits me up one day to tell me that my pics were ready and to pick her up from work in exchange for the hookup because, you know, free photos. I'm like, yes, girl, I got you. Uh, so we stopped at McDonald's uh, to grab a two-for-two two McFlurry back when things were two-for-two, two, and that was before things became two-for-four, and definitely way before things became two-for-fucking-five. Goodness <laughs> gracious, people. God True. dang it. If I'm going to pay, like, ten bucks for a meal at a drive through restaurant, you got me all the way fucked up. No. Mm-mm. No, I'll go somewhere else that's a little nicer and just pay, like, four extra bucks. God. Anyway. <sighs> Where were we? So, all right. Two for two um, McFlurries and probably like some two for two quarter pounders with cheese or something. Um, which, by the way, I used to stuff uh, with French fries and pop some honey mustard sauce on them things. Oh, that was so fire. I see the fried thing, never the honey mustard. Oh, Interesting. Life changing. You know, it was funny because I saw a two pack of like uh, honey mustard dressings mm-hmm. at Costco and I totally thought, I'm like, mm. so I need to get some fries and I need to get some veggie burgers and make this happen at home. Um, so, side note. Uh, my palate's not destroyed. I just, I don't eat meat. That's a later conversation. Um, working on going dairy-free uh, because I'm just worried about the animals. And I say that not as just a pet lover, but literally an animal lover uh, that has my little Yorkie off to the left of Alyssa and my Maltese off to my right. When I get a house with a yard, I'm going to have chickens. Yes. yes. And a cow. Maybe a cow. They, they're sweet. They jump and play. People realize how much cows are like dogs, dude. Like, there's a video that went viral of a of a cow pan- playing fetch. So cute, so, so cute. adorable. There's another one of um. So there was a cow that uh, I guess saw one of his humans, his or her, I don't know, uh, humans come home from like I guess being gone for the semester at college. Mm-hmm. That cow was jumping up and down like you would expect a golden retriever to it was so heartwarming and i mean like she just ran up on this cow and like hugged it come on now come on now you don't you don't eat those creatures man you don't eat them anyway um so where were we oh okay so we're grabbing this mcdonald's right and we were in the drive-thru and she's like oh girl look at your pictures and um so i dropped a few cameras off that day and i didn't remember what was in the pictures and she made sure that the top envelope, you know, the one with the negatives tucked in the little front sleeve of that shit, <laughs> had the picture of my then boyfriend's dick. 
Damn. <laughs> oh my god, I about died, and she was beaming, just waiting to tell me how nasty I was. And needless to say, I never took pictures of him like that again. Okay. Um. But yeah, that was that was life for me with disposable cameras and realizing that one hour photo when you pick those up you could be looking in the face of the person who saw your business as you pick them up i just want to say that that's so true i never thought about that that's pretty bad and like that your friend saw that but like think about if something like that would have happened now um in the era of snapchat so (laughs) instead of one person seeing it what if you meant to send that to your boyfriend and instead, put it on your story, and now all of your friends saw a naked picture of yourself. Oh, that's fucked. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so rude. I was just, like, pouring over you talking. I didn't know that these mics were that fucking good. <laughs> but I just want to say shout-out to Roadcaster. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy with this. Mm-hmm. I, it's It was probably the scariest purchase and, um, and like, depletion of my savings <laughs> that I <laughs> could have ever done. Um, and of course, in my mind, in my internal world of self-doubt, what if this was the worst investment ever? But, um, I'm, no, we're not going there. Fuck what ifs. (laughs) Fuck somebody trolling and talking shit about what you think, what's on your mind, what's in, what's going on in your world. Listen, your life doesn't match mine. It's all good. Your mentality doesn't match mine. It's all good. This is why we're all different, but this is why... We have the beauty of technology to be able to connect out there and have these conversations. And if you want to give it a listen, do it. You know what? My best podcast times are when I'm cleaning the house. I love it. I'm not. That's but you know how that's how I was when we used to get on the phone all the time. We'd be on the phone for hours. I would clean my whole house or I'd be painting my walls because oh god, my condo's a mess. It's rough. I bought it in really bad condition. Um. But, yeah, like, I'll get a bunch of shit done. So if I can, like, listen to my favorite podcast while people are uh, just going on and on, being their funny selves and just uh, kind of vibing out, I'm, I'm all for that energy. So, um, but, yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, when, when I think about what you just said, <laughs> fucking up and putting your photos yeah. on your story, that that is terrifying. Um and I'm, I think I'm glad that's why I'm like, I don't really speak social media that well. Maybe I need to learn on, uh, you know, now that we're doing this. But, you know, it's just like sometimes I don't even know what people are saying. I really don't. It's like, what are the meanings of all these fucking acronyms these days? Oh, my God. Tell me about it. I keep getting reminded about how old I am. Um, one of my friends who's much younger than me, uh, he's like 18 or 19. She was texting me, and she uses nothing but acronyms. And usually I just go to Urban Dictionary for the most part and just look it up, right? But there was one that she kept sending to me that was WTW. Now, I know what some of those mean. They sound pretty similar, like, you know, what you're doing, where you at. But I was like, WTW. Oh, I know what it is. What? I bet you. What? So you know how we say, what the fuck? Is it, what the what? No, 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 no. Funny thing is that, like, I also thought that, too. And then I went and asked a couple of my friends that were my, that are my age and didn't know either and all assumed what the what. So I went with that mentality when I was texting my friend back, thinking it meant what the word. So, oh, damn, I just told it. (laughs) Now we have another streak of me telling the story backwards. Um, So it actually means what's the word. So, like, 
I kept thinking, you know, what the what? Then I was like, well, maybe it means something like, where are you at? So I would literally just text her back what I'm doing, assuming that that was the right move. And I mean, I guess it was, but it was just one of those things that just reminded me how old I was. At least, I mean, you you kind of use the context clues and we're just like giving into the conversation and just going for it. I like that. I like that she used the, like, at least they're using word. That's another older term. I feel like it's coming back in. True. Say word. word. Say. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, uh, hold on. So you're notorious for fucking up a punchline. Always. Oh, man. And like, you just, this wasn't even a punchline. You were just trying to explain something to me. You told me what it was before you were going to explain it. So um, I think now is the time to tell the Hooter story, guys. Oh, jeez. Okay. So Alyssa, very early on in our friendship, said, listen, I'm just, I'm good on fucking up a joke. <laughs> like, this is, what, this is what it looks like yeah. to be my friend. I'm like, cool, hit me. She says, all right, so I'm going to tell you how I told the joke before I tell you what the joke is. <laughs> so she tells me, she's like, I'm in a room full of people. She's painting the picture, man. She's ready. She's going for it, right? Um, this is one of those life-changing moments in a kid's uh, like comedy career that could fuck them up and make them think they never want to talk to people again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's in a room for people and goes, hey, guys, listen. So if women... Wait, hold on, am I gonna fuck this up? I'm gonna yeah, it up. Like was, wait, if okay. women with big breasts, right? Yeah, uh, I basically said, hey guys, if girls with big boobs work at Hooters, who works at IHOP? And crickets, just nobody said anything. A room full of like 10 people. So let me chime in on that. I had no idea what the punchline was. And then when she tells me the real joke is, if girls with big boobs work at Hooters, where do girls with one leg work? I hop. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Yeah. So bad. So, so bad. So when I had her tell the story again to someone, to a mutual friend, I'm like, so nobody was there to support you in that whole group? I'd have been like, um, someone who really likes pancakes? Like <laughs> something? I'd have been guessing, like, since there's crickets and nobody, there's no way to get to that punchline. And then I'd have been like, oh, mama, you tried. You know what? Practice that and let's do it again in front of a different group. <laughs> I don't think I've done it to like four jokes since then. You are such a winner deep down. Like you're, you try. That's what matters. Cause right. you've done it again to other jokes. I really can't remember right now. And I really hate that we're already <laughs> recording. Cause I want to go back in my mental memory bank and be like, Oh, that one time she fucked that up. Right. But I like that. Um, you like fucked up the explanation for me too. So this is like, don't be a comedian and please don't be a professor. Or a storyteller of any sort. There you go. There you go. And the more you know. <laughs> um, but back to that, like, acronym shit. Like, listen, I'm with you on that. You know what, guys? Like, if you can't just te text me exactly what the fuck you're trying to say, like, go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> just say what you want to say and stop cutting corners because this life does not need to be abbreviated. I'm confused half the time, and really life goes by so quickly, and here we are trying to shorten everything. Like, just live it. Fuck, who cares? Like, Wow. You big mad. <laughs> big mad. <laughs> that was like a little amped and unexpected. I really told people to fuck themselves. I just, listen, guys, I'm sorry. Like, you guys do text me like that sometimes. Um, no, actually, no. None of my friends text me like that. 
Okay, I feel better about that. Um, but uh, I have to level with you guys. I don't know if that ampness came from this wine that, again, we're not going to name a brand. It's amazing, though, and it's a petite Syrah. Um, but uh, today's Mother's Day. Today is. Well, yesterday was. It's already half past um, midnight. So it's Monday, uh, and it's funny because, I don't know, we have to be, at an, we have to be on an 8 a.m. call. Um, little factoid, we have day jobs, of course. And we both work for the same company. That's how we met. Besties. So, um, yeah, today is Mother's Day, and I genuinely hope that you all are enjoying the simple pleasures of uh, being able to spend a Hallmark holiday with your mothers. Because, yes, the premise of it is stupid in the sense that we should always show appreciation for what our mothers mean to us. But for some of us, the ability to choose or to choose to either ignore or acknowledge that day is just completely lost. So um, some years I feel like it rolls around so fast and we remember all of the times, you know, uh, well, I remember all of the times I should have just gotten the flowers and the times I should have just hugged her a little tighter um, and maybe just thanked her, really. Um, but, you know, I had an odd realization during adulthood about a reaction that I had when I was a kid. And I'm going to be honest with you, Alyssa, I told you a lie today. And I apologize for that. But I had to lie to myself. And in order to do so, you had to hear the lie. Um, but it happened today while we were at Target shopping for a board game, of course, because that's what happens when you just realize you're going to have more time on your hands. Because um, when our company opens back up, it's only going to partially open up, like, some of its locations. And um, so only certain services and only for a certain number of business hours. So we're still going to be... We're still going to be sp spending less time in the city, I'm assuming. Um, but okay. So, yes. Board games, if anybody has any recommendations, please email them to frozenmeatjuice at gmail.com or slide into frozenmeatjuice IG DMs, please. Thank you. Acronyms. Um, huh? Using acronyms or Don't use the fucking acronyms. Jesus. Okay. Um, okay. So, long story short, I'm going to try to make it short. Shit. So my parents uh, split up when I was five. And our life was, like, good. You know, nice house and a, with a nice yard in a nice urbanización. At that time, it was a newer. Um, so for those of you that don't speak Spanish, urbanización is like a neighborhood. So uh, that whole nice life went to shit when my mom went from housewife and homemaker to single mother of three with no resources or family. See, all of her people were back in Milwaukee and all of my dad's were on the island so he was comfy cozy she was just kind of stuck and talk about a rock and a hard place she couldn't even leave the island while these court hearings were going on because she wasn't allowed to leave with us so uh we were poor and we were stuck and i know that sounds drastic but yes i'm fully aware that there is a much lower bracket than just broke and we were in that bracket for real uh, but let me not get too dark here because uh there's nothing worse than a lesbian with daddy issues <laughs> And at this point in my life, I don't have daddy issues. I have something more akin to shitty daughter issues because, boy, my mom deserved better. You know, I was like a really cunty fucker, too, with a ridiculous attitude. Somebody should have just cold cocked me in the face. Yeah. Um, sorry, but off topic. <laughs> I was so off topic. 
Anyway, um, so my dad uh, moved on with his mistress. And guys, they were living the life, like new furniture and a new house and a newer neighborhood and all the cool toys and games. Um, and then I began to grow uncomfortable knowing that we were living in someone's lower level one bedroom apartment while these fucks had all the comforts of life. And um, when we were done visiting for the first time, I thought, oh, God, yes, I hope I never have to go back there. And, well, <laughs> as luck would have it, they got married two, man- two months after we met her. <laughs> so, obviously, they knew each other much longer on some, like, Bill Clinton and Monica shit, right? But unlike Bill, my dad decided to go big instead of going home and married his side piece. Oh, Lordy. He stayed for with, with her way too long, too, so that's a funny one. I'll, like, save the story about pride for a later episode. Um, but, well, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to remember that later. So we'll see. But uh, so my next birthday rolled around, and I really wanted a game called Kerplunk. And I don't know if anyone knows this game, so I'll just explain a little bit. It's like a cylindrical container that has marbles in it, and they are being supported by a bunch of sticks. So you pull out the sticks one by one, and the one to pull out the stick that lets the marbles out, well, then you lose. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I was six years old. Um, But I wanted it so badly. And when I opened it, I was excited, you guys, for like an hour. And then the more I played with it, the more I hated it. And seriously, I had the same reaction today when I saw the game uh, in the toy section in Target. And I'm talking today, May 10th, 2020. It's wild. So... Then I started to talk about it to you, Alyssa, and realized while I was talking that dad got to play hero for my birthday because he could afford to. And mom didn't because she couldn't afford it, but she was doing all the hard work, right? So playing that game felt dirty. So yeah, Alyssa, I told you that as if I just realized it a few years ago in my adulthood, but no, if you could have read my mind, you would have known how embarrassed I was that it just hit me because I had to come to that aha moment 29 years later. So let me be honest, my mom's love, right? Dope is dope and as legendary as I can uh, describe it, was not amplified just by her willingness to struggle and give her all just for us, us three kids, um, during those those tough times because she was awesome even before all of that. Like I remember making from scratch peanut butter cookies you know, and, uh, or helping with that. And, um, we made bubbles at the house, by the way, that's just dish detergent and water guys. <laughs> I actually remember doing that too when I was a kid. Right. Um, and she taught us how to make uh, Play-Doh homemade at home and it was edible. What? Um, so yeah, just an awesome individual. And she had like one of the best imaginations I could ever dream of tapping into. So I hope I get to be as cool as you, mom. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's so wild because, you know, to, to have to realize that you're so poor because your life looks different in comparison with your dad's stepkids, <laughs> that's, that's a feat in its own. That means mom never let us feel poor. And she probably would have shielded us from that forever if she could. But, you know, the courts make you go visit your dad. and things click after a while for kids and you know I spent a lot of time being angry that my dad made his decision but silver lining dude we had mom all to ourselves so um that being said I feel at times that I took it for granted 
And she's been gone for just over four years. And I, of course, wish she was here to see me try to become my best. And then I remember she is. And she sees more now than ever before. And I imagine her just dancing and laughing everywhere that she may be all the time, all at once. So um, it's funny to even be able to believe in that kind of afterlife, uh, considering I was raised a Jehovah Witness. And, um, you know, they they like convince you that if you know better about the teachings, let's use that term because that's a big one, um, then that they convince you if you know better than God will really have your ass because you cannot claim ignorance later when you just decide, no, I'm not going to be a witness anymore. So, you know, having to let go of the notion that our bodies are just shells and there is no afterlife, um, it just doesn't match with science, right? Uh, and that's what we were taught. Like, you just die, your body is gone, and that's it, no afterlife. But it's it's weird to think because we are pure energy. And once our bodies give out, the energy doesn't just die. It changes states. So why wouldn't that apply to us when it applies to everything else? And, you know, that's just that's just basic physics. But, like, it's funny because, I don't know, I guess if Jehovah Witnesses believed that physics is a concept of the devil then I guess I see their logic, right? But they would have to ignore all other laws of physics and be like, no, that's not right. That's the devil. Well, (laughs) I think this whole episode (laughs) took an unexpected turn. Um, But since we're on the topic of Jehovah Witnesses, uh, there was this odd rule about accepting blood when your life is in danger. So, like, your loved one really, really needs to, like, appreciate and respect your your beliefs and not sign off on you getting blood if you can't speak for yourself, right? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, accepting blood was considered dirty and it's prohibited. So I remember thinking, cool, now we can just turn down morcillas when they're offered to us, like no problem. And for those of you that don't know, morcillas are blood sausage. That's disgusting when you're a little kid and somebody's trying to hand you a plate with a bloody ass sausage. But it's not like, obviously it doesn't look like that when they cut it open, but you know what's in there. So no, thank you. Keep your cloudy ass blood out my mouth. Ew. God, that sounds really gross. Um, ew. Okay, sorry. And we're back. I'm going to sip this wine for a second. Please hold. Looks really gross. Just the casing of coagulated blood. Um, I am going to, let's just get that out of our heads, right? Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see it. I'm over here dancing, shaking it off. <laughs> but it's, it's wild. So now flip that concept to watching your mother show signs of renal failure and being told that she needs blood. I swear to whatever God anyone believes in, in that moment, that'll be the day you question all of those teachings. So my thought was, why would a God that creates her children in her image to be the, become geniuses and, and, and utilize the miracle of science, why would... Why would she create us to avoid using something that we develop that could end up saving us, right? Like, what, to just prove our faith or to keep our bodies clean? Like, seriously, with all of the toxins and pollution on this planet, like, can they just, like, throw in a scripture of, like, why not ev- why not eat hot dogs, right? Because those are toxic as fuck. Like, no, that's ridiculous. It's like over-processed garbage and fucking meat pro- byproduct. So anyway, needless to say, 
when mom was in renal failure. We signed the shit out of those papers and got that blood because, hey, religion should never make you feel like you need to lose your family or let go of your family. Family is all we have. And furthermore, friends are the family that we choose. So I keep coming back to this message because we're not hermits. We are in this together and we need a connection, man. We're, we're human. That's what we're made for. Um, so, and I, I know I feel it so hard every day because I'm all the way in Chicago. And my whole tribe, save but like three or four people are back home in Florida. Like, yeah, it's real. So, damn, I did not mean to get into... I did not mean to get into two uh, very specific Jehovah Witness uh, teachings, but they were relevant, you know, as as luck would have it. Uh, I had to make a decision. My siblings and I had to make a decision as to whether or not we were going to give mom blood or sign off on her getting blood, and three out of three of uh, Magdalia's children agreed, and none of us feel sorry for it. And on top of that, all of us believe that she is somewhere beautiful and not in some, I don't know, just dark abyss of nowhere and nothing. That's just not where we go with that. Um, well, this emo special was brought to you by the, by a bit of wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. And a good amount of time spent at home. Except for that grocery run we made today and just, you know, shout out to Costco. You guys rock. Thank you. Not big on brands, but hot damn, again, please just make me feel comfortable when I'm checking out. Um, I want to thank everyone for reaching out. I want to thank uh, you artists out there for submitting your spoken word pieces. I um, definitely will include them next time. This just turned out to be uh, one of those uh, episodes where I didn't have enough time to prepare beforehand. Um, and... If it's anything that I know that matters, it's like, you know, pauses and inflections. And I want to make sure to to do those pieces justice. Of course, if you don't want to trust me with that, please send me a recording. <laughs> or give me your number. I'll call you during the episode. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do Artist Corner like that. So if this is your first time listening, uh, Artist Corner, we save that for the end of the, op- the episode. And that... Um, will feature one of my spoken word pieces and a listener's spoken word piece. I would like to get to the point where I don't have to do my spoken word pieces every week and just like be able to showcase everyone and, and show how amazing and beautiful the human mind is um, through other uh, artists' work. Um, but we do want to, I, I want to touch back on um, hashtag FTF. Like, I just want to encourage everybody to remember how beautiful they are and stop filtering themselves so damn much, uh, be it a filter on your phone or a filter you apply to your face, such as eight pounds of makeup. You know, appreciate what you have, and uh, trust me, once you hit your 30s, man, the fucks you're not going to be giving about some things. You're just going to care more about what's going on inside. Uh, so it is, it is definitely a blessing for me to be doing this in my 30s, and uh, I keep saying that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat it. I'm happy about that. Couldn't do this shit in my 20s. I'd be way too freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we'll just go on to the three Gs right now. Um, three Gs stands for three good things. It could be about yourself, about someone else, about your life. Um, Alyssa, do you have anything? Do I have any? Ooh, put me on the spot here. 
Um, so three things I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. This wine decanter. Um, hmm. It could just be three good things that you've ob- observed. It doesn't have to be like in your life. Oh, just in general? Yeah. I don't know. You go and let me see what I get. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. So, three good things. I got a bicycle. <laughs> so, I can uh, go outside and enjoy the weather when it's agreeable. Uh, today, it was in the 30s, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, another good thing right now, I am sitting at my dining table, potting, sipping wine. My Maltese is to my right. My Yorkies to my left, just to the left of my best friend. So that's an awesome uh, moment to experience right now. And another good thing is ah, um, oh, I saw I saw a lot of my uh, family on social media today, like posting positive things, like just being funny, not being like super heavily. De- sarcastic or negative um for that one cousin that likes to put a little too much of her business out there i'm really happy that she didn't put some weird ass sexual desire on there um she actually just had a positive message for everybody and that 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 matters stuff yeah all right i don't think Alyssa has two more things to observe right now (laughs) it's like the middle of the night anyway we're gonna go with three g's so guys remember just like three good things. If you see something wild on social media that you want to troll about, uh, maybe come up with like three good things instead. So I don't know, that person uh, tried too hard in their photo and like their eyebrows are way too close together and they look like they're just on the brink of kissing. <laughs> you know, don't stare at those. Find something, find three other good things in that photo. Like one of them being, damn, this person had the nerve to do this. Not the nerve, let's say the courage. You know, so... It's so easy to spew out negative energy. Let's let's try with um, three Gs. So, um, I'm gonna move on to artist corner. Oh, and just real quick to touch back on hashtag FTF. Definitely gonna point uh, post a filterless photo of what the situation is here in the house, so you all can laugh at the situation um, and just see that. No, I'm really doing this for my dining room and. Not going to edit a bunch of shit. Fuck that. Today is, if you're posting a picture, today is also like our version of casual casual Friday. Usually we're dressed up for this. Oh my goodness, yeah. So I usually like get dressed up like I'm leaving the house. By the way, I just want to, I want to mention that if the mic picked it up, I'm totally conscious of the fact that a little burp just snuck out. A little oh. <laughs> like, it's okay. It is what it is. We're not taking that out. I didn't even hear it. Oh, wild. Okay. Fabulous. It was kind of internal. It was like right here. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so we normally do get dressed, but I feel like my hair is on point right now. I have a cute little all black outfit that I would totally put like a cute little denim jacket over and some sneakers on. Or, or the other thing you do to dress up, um, when you're wearing joggers, you just throw some heels on. I love heels and joggers. Yes. And they'll be the exact same joggers I wore on another day with sneakers. That's just how that works. Um, all righty so guys this is an emotional piece for me i seriously rarely ever do it i think i may have done this once 
Um, and actually, my first time doing it, it was awesome because it was on the night that I went to the Green Mill uh, Cocktail Lounge and somehow got pressured into. It was it was the funniest type of peer pressure ever. Um, got I, I met Mike, and if you all know the Green Mill Cocktail Lounge, you know Mike, you know that. But um, he's a little tipsy and just looked at me and was like, are you going to slam too? Because I was signing up for the, uh, spoke, the open mic, and I had, like, two pieces in my mind that I was going to do. And I was like, uh, or no, I had one piece. I'm sorry. And I was like, you're going to slam? And I was like, uh, I hadn't planned on it. He's like, put her down for the slam. What do you, you know, like, whatever kind of things, reverse psychology he did to me. Um, funny thing is, I won the slam that night. And um, I was terrified. It was definitely, like, just a crowded room. And I was just a fish out of water because I hadn't done a uh, spoken word in a hot minute and I was exceptionally nervous. Uh, so here goes nothing. I don't particularly have this memorized, so I don't know if I'm going to hit the points, but I'm going to read it with all the feeling I have. She's so annoying. A rhyming ass poet that rehearses more than words spoken, but the moments she owns with pauses as she stares out in the crowd so you can feel her passion annoying ass spoken word artist paints pictures and uses patterns to keep herself tied into what matters the feeling and the similar sound found at the end of her rants as she had enough wandering thoughts bounce off her tongue her breath heavy with excitement she takes a hit from her drug when the lights hit her face she's at home when she's on stage see that grin on her face when the nerves dissipate Put on a show, she's so fake, but so real. Laid out truth of loss, her greatest love. A woman that connects the dots, crosses her mind, jumps into thoughts, takes over dreams like a playwright, rewriting scenes. Her mother, a legacy, but to others, just a memory. She keeps her close, sharing her with only those she loves the most. A graceful woman, smiling at that annoying ass poet. Always was so sensitive with her book and pen markings of the love her mother left within. Aww. I know, where That's dope. Thank you. So, Mom, wherever you are, or all the Evers that you are, all at once, um, know that I love you and miss you so much, and I really, really do appreciate everything about you that I notice in me and everything about you that I'd like to see more of in me. Um, so with that said, guys, hold your mothers close and um, let them know you appreciate them uh, because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, we've all been someone's kid at some point just fucking up and doing stupid shit. <laughs> and they love us unconditionally regardless. Um, and um, so... For any submissions of your pieces, please send them to frozenmeatjuice at gmail.com or slide in our DMs at frozenmeatjuice and at least we can, I don't know, create some sort of uh, form of communication. If we need to get a recording or call you, we can do so. Um, I want to thank you all for joining uh, me again and for sharing in this energy and and that's all I really have for now. So I'm going to say peace, love, and I'm out.